Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is that feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story of how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. The intention of this conversation is to make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, loves. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud. I am the host, Sarah Sparks, and today I get to chat it up with Karam Zafra Vieira. She is a mom, a mother, a wife, and the president of Next Level Consulting. She is a mediator, mind, wealth, and empowerment coach. Uh, for the over 10 years, Karam has been practicing personal development alongside her mediation business. I had to make sure that I read mediation right and not say meditation, <laughs> OMG. <laughs> Many do that. <laughs> After being a uh, conflict resolution specialist for many years, she transitioned to mind, wealth, and empowerment coaching. I feel like in that time, maybe have uh, was when you started paying attention and listening to divine guidance. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Karen um, is a certified consultant. Uh, looked and she looked at her own evolving experience. She is passionate about empowering women, ready to step into their next level as they transition from one career to their desired career, their desired path. Or they just want uh, to have a mindset of empowerment. So let's, oh, she's also has this beautiful family that I got to see for the first time on Facebook. So I'm excited to actually meet them someday. <laughs> they That's seem right. like they would have lots of personality and a lot of fun. And oh my gosh. you guys would have like these amazing conversations and just a lot of laughs. Is that true? Or is that my, that just, is like, so true. Oh my goodness. We, it's it, there's each personality is so different you know mm -hmm. first of all just um thank you for having me this is awesome i really mm -hmm. appreciate the you all you know having this platform to chat with you um it's totally meaningful to me so yeah um, well, no problem i thanks for being on and getting to share your story of how you have listened to divine guidance and has positively changed your life around for good. Let's, but I want to know. So have you always listened to divine guidance and her wisdom? Talk, think, talk to me about it. That. So I think I've always had a sense of intuition where, you know, that voice within us, and I know that we all have it. Um, I think that I've always felt a sense of, um, uniqueness in something. And I just didn't know what it was, honestly, you know, it's like, you didn't know what it was, you know, I feel I, sometimes I look at people and I see their aura. And it's just like, mm. I remember the first time I said that to my dad, I'm like, Daddy, do you see that on that person, you know, and they're like, he's like, what, what? And he's like, you see that? that? And I was like, yeah, you don't see that? <laughs> you know, so it was that type of thing. Um, but it wasn't until I got into personal growth, um, that I started then learning more about, you know, the power within ourselves and how we can create things. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until I got into the transition, right? Because I had, I had a huge transition and it wasn't a transition of me being ready for something. It was a trans transition that came from 
a journey that I took with my father with his illness that led me to, you know, really diving in and really asking myself, what is it that I want? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think that when you come so close to death or not me, myself, but be having someone you'd love in that process, you start to ask questions of what is it that makes you happy and what is it that you're passionate about? Mm -hmm. And mediation at one point was my passion. It, it brought me two worlds that I really love, which is psychology and law. But it got to a point where it wasn't enough. And I started feeling that something else and something within me was stirring. And I just wasn't sure what that was. Mm -hmm. And um, it was through my father's journey and after his passing that I dived in really deep. And I was like, okay, well, I'm closing this chapter and I need to figure out what the next chapter is. And it was in that process, and it must have taken me at least four months, seriously, of just like really deep personal growth, mm -hmm. um, that I realized that I love personal, I, I love this type of growth, um, but I love helping people, which was what con connected me to mediations, you mm -hmm. know? And um, I just never saw myself doing it, but I can look back now and see that I was always helping somebody change and empower themselves. And it was always women mostly and not men, men also, but I dealt with so many paralegals that I find my, I found myself really working with them and like, you look, look at this. And I was just sharing continuously all the things that I was learning, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of where it started. And then when coaching came, like when I received that answer um, and I received it in, in just, just ways that I, I wouldn't have said, you know, oh, this is, I looked into this and this is what I found. No, it literally like came to me. It literally like showed up for me. It, and I always say this, like I totally experienced that when the student is ready, the teacher shows up. And for me, that's what happened, you know? Mm -hmm. And one thing is to say it and kind of have knowledge. Another way, another thing is to experience it. Sure. And that was totally different for me. And, um, and so I, when that first came to me, I was like, what? No way. Like, <laughs> who am I to do that? Right? <laughs> like that question that, you know, defensiveness, um, and, um, it took had, a while. So had you been asking Yes. Do you say spirit, God, creator? What do you like? I when say, you like I at, at say that time? God. At that time, I was like God. Okay. I was God. Um, but I also transitioned. It's just amazing how, you know, God, spirit, universe um, puts things in your path. And for me, I had to transition first um, in my faith, in my religion, my faith. Mm -hmm. to lead to a closer relationship to now have a deeper connection mm -hmm. so that's really how the process happened to me so at that time I was like God I have a purpose and I have no idea what my purpose is and I refuse to start any other business or to do anything else until I know that I am walking in my purpose mm -hmm. and it was a lot of reading and a lot of just, I, I can't even tell you what I did. I just, I know that I would sit and I would be like, talk to me, show me, show me something, you know? Yes. So how did, how was it shown to you? Cause you said it came in numerous ways. Well, 
it's funny because like I said, I had been doing personal growth, listening to different things, not deep dive into it. I knew about the laws of attraction. And so I was impl implementing that in my life. And so I constantly listened to videos and there was a video of a chiropractor. He's, he's, he's the first one that touched me, that put me into that type of platform, yeah. but I had never been interested in him. Like, I remember I would turn on the videos and I would be like, ah, no, <laughs> you know, so I would listen to Les Brown and I would listen to so many different people, you know, but I was never interested. But my brother and I, we shared videos to support each other through my father after, especially after my father's passing. And it was just like motivational videos and more empowering videos and stuff like that. And he shared one with me of this man. And I was like, oh, I know him, you know, like the wannabe, like I know it, right? Because I'm the one that does personal growth in the family. So I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know. I don't like him. He's like, why don't you like him? I'm like, I don't know. There's, you know, and that conversation led me to, you know what? I am going to listen to it. Mm -hmm. And that's where it started. Is that the phrase or what you resist persists or what exactly? <laughs> exactly. You know, and I said, you know what, let me just listen to it. Um, and I listened to it and um, it just, it did something for me at that moment. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, and it just connected me and that led to something else. And then me pursuing something else, you know, like diving in a little bit deeper. And at that point I was like, you know, like when you open up, a, it's like you open up something and you step into something, you're like, oh my God, like, why didn't I step into this before? Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like when I wanted, when I got pregnant with my first daughter and at first I was, you know, like I, I did, I wasn't sure if I wanted to have babies immediately and I waited, you know, mm -hmm. But when I had her, I had this, in, this massive amount of love, just unconditional that I was like, oh my God, what is this? You know? <laughs> and I was like, why did I wait so long to experience this? You know? Mm -hmm. And at that point, when I discovered more depth about the, about personal growth, I was like, oh my gosh, like, where, where was I? Why, why was I, you know, avoiding this this entire time? And that just led me to deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I went into a con, I saw a conference and the answer came to me at that point. And I was mm. like, really? And it was so, Sarah, it was, has been, it's been so concrete. It's been so like nothing, like, you know, you can make choices and then feel, and then sometimes fear like, oh my God, am I in the right thing? But it has been one of the most concrete things that I have made. Mm -hmm. And I have felt my dad in the path with me. You know, like mm -hmm. I remember the moment that <laughs> I get crazy because my husband must be like, oh my God, Karen, you know? Mm -hmm. But I remember going to him, he's like, Richard, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, I was like, I know what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And he's like, okay you know <laughs> but it was like I had the chills I just I knew my dad was with me guiding me I knew that it was the right thing to do you know and at times I questioned but it's not a question if I made the wrong thing it's like what am I doing or where do I need to shift a little bit more mm -hmm. but it has never been I've never questioned the fact that this is now my path mm. so it's it's been interesting yes 
So you had mentioned, and I, I'm curious, I feel like we just need to have this conversation. It's not part of like what I normally talk about, but you had mentioned um, with your faith journey, you had to kind of shift the way like going to church or, or to, to deepen your relationship. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that process a little bit? Because I, yeah, I had two as well. I was raised in a Catholic church, and I'm sure at some point I was a little. It was a disappointment that I wasn't continuing to go mm-hmm. to a Catholic church, but it's like I needed to step away from the human teaching of things and dive into my own relationship with God, yeah. and then. When I did that, Jesus actually came to me and gave me messages, which was a completely different experience than what I experienced in the Catholic church. But like you, it's like that conversation, that feeling, that relationship with divine, with God had always been there. Like I would remember sitting in a pew And I remember like kneeling with my parents and like, I would like the pew was like up to my nose because I was that short, you know, I was like that, that, that young and I would kneel and it would be, it would feel like I was sitting in the lap of God from very young age. So now how did you make that process or that transition to have a more deeper relationship? It's really interesting because I look back and I'm just so astonished and, and I and I'm so grateful because God, when you're you're you know, you're given what you need for life, you know, and we don't realize that most of the time. And um, <clears throat> my father passed away in June of 2018. And in January of 2018. I had, I had a second business also with my mediations and I had gone into networking, uh, network marketing. So I had launched the whole business in Colombia and the whole nine yards. And I was doing small gatherings here, but even from Colombia, cause I had traveled over there. I had first received um, a message from a woman that I knew here through networking of just growing businesses that she wanted to she was interested. And I was like, okay, no problem. When I get back, we'll connect. Well, she invited me to her church. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, you know, but I've always been a Catholic. I've always gone to Catholic school. You know, I've gone, I went to Catholic school, um, you know, just playing the role model of, for that also for my kids. Mm-hmm. But that interaction led me to another interaction of other people that all of a sudden, I remember in my household, I had done this small little gathering and I had maybe five women and all of them were inviting me to some type of religious event. And I remember saying, oh my gosh, like I must need God in my life. <laughs> I remember saying that out loud to I, girls, like, I must need God in my life if you're all inviting me to, you know, like, what mm-hmm. is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't, I didn't even put together that it was going to be what I needed to surpass my father's um, mm-hmm. journey. And um, that was January. And in March, there, I was at church. And at this point, church was the only place that I was really turning to 
to have a day of just like just prayer for my father and sadness and not have any interruption and so forth you know mm-hmm. and um I remember that Sunday it was March 23rd or 25th I think it was and I remember that Sunday the five of us we were at church and after the go- after the priest read the gospel instead of doing his sermon he sat down and a man went up to the podium and interrupted church to talk about finances and I went <laughs> livid <laughs> Sarah, I, know I, that, <laughs> I know that we have to have the I know that the congregation needs to Listen, hear that and I know it needs to change there's a I time and a place for everything <laughs> I hear you. and I went livid <laughs> the couple next to me I was like are you kidding me? Like, I was like, and I literally was like so angry. And I looked at, I went like this and I looked at my husband. I said, and my kids looked at me and I'm like, we're leaving like right now. And then Richard was like, <laughs> Richard was like, what, what? It's like, well, let's just wait till everybody gets up. I'm like, now, you know? And my daughter, my oldest like, mommy, are you okay? I'm like, now and we all got up and everybody was sitting down and we all got up and I walked out and the only thing and there's there's there's, I don't have regrets but you know if I could have just said something like this is wrong Mm -hmm. you do this at the end or you do it at the beginning but not in the middle you know Mm -hmm. and I walked out and I got in the car and I was like explaining to my kids I was like, I want you to understand why we just walked out. And I want you to understand why I'm so angry, you know? And I explained to them um, and they were like, okay, mommy. And at that point it was, I was like, okay, where do we go for church? And that led me to the church where I have been invited multiple times. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) I looked at my phone. I was like, where do we go? And I said, okay. Christ Fellowship. It's starting now. It's going to start now. It was going to start at 1145. This was 1130 mass, Mm -hmm. 1145. And I said, do you guys mind if we go here? And they were like, no, mommy, we'll go wherever you want to go. And I said, okay. At least they're easy going. My children may have had an opinion about (laughs) that. They were like, no, I mean, well, they saw the pain. They Mm -hmm. saw what was happening, you know? And, um, and we went and Sarah, my gosh, that platform, that change, that shift, we never came back to the Catholic church, not because anything else, but because we were being fulfilled here, but not because of the church, but it was because of having a different understanding and connection with God Mm -hmm. that felt internal, that Mm -hmm. felt like okay, I'm not alone, right? It's that relationship. And it doesn't, is there isn't, there doesn't have to be a specific religion. It's just, where can you fit in for the information to internalize? Because that's where the key is, is the internalizing of that information, of that connection. And it has been a platform for, I mean, understand that my father passing was in June 
my daughter was finishing up high school in the middle of trying to figure out about graduation, trying to have grandfather come into graduation. Um, she was going through a lot of emotional issues at the moment. Um, I had orientation literally the week after my dad passed away. So it was like, boom, 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 boom. Everything was happening. All these emotions were happening. Just a lot of things were happening. And if I didn't have where to turn to, if I didn't have that relationship, if I, if my kids had not been touched with this relationship, because now it wasn't just me, it was them. They wanted to go to church. They were getting up to go to church. They were asking on Saturday, mom, we're going to church tomorrow. They wanted this. And if it wasn't for that, I don't know where we would be. You know, it'd be a completely different scenario. Mm -hmm. um, but this was a foundation for all of us, my husband, the kids, me, you know, to take us through this battle, not battle, but this course, the season, right? Mm -hmm. That was really hard, extremely hard. Um, and that lingered for two years until, you know, now, like we're breathing, like we've surpassed it and we're stronger in it. And it was in that process. So through that, and when I dived in into the, okay, what is it that I'm meant to do after my father's passing and those four months, I was able to have conversation with God because I felt like I was being listened to. I felt like there was that relationship. Mm -hmm. Like I know that I have a purpose. Mm -hmm. So it made a big, big difference for me. Mm -hmm. I think that's so interesting as you're talking how we are given little breadcrumbs, little whispers, little nudges all along the way. And they all link together. I have um, a friend who I think she wrote a book called Connecting the Dots. And, and that's what I feel like we do is, is connect yeah. those dots along, along the way. As you're talking about the relationship, it reminded me of when I was attending the Catholic church I was still married to my first husband and I went to Christian experience weekend, CEW. Mm. And it was the woman's retreat. And I got to speak at one of them because I had gone a few years in a row and they asked me to speak and they asked me to speak on Bible study. I had to remember what it was. And I was like, that sounds so boring. Like, what am I going to talk about? But what was cool is I had been asked to be part of a Bible study, kind of like you're saying with the women always asking you to participate in things. I, um, I kind of, uh, I made some life decisions trying not to make this about me because it's about you, but I'm just going to like tie That's in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how I had some life decisions brought me to the, this group of women. I did a Bible study with them. They're a group of Catholic women who, who studied like a non, non-denominational Bible study, which I thought was funny. Like I was like, I totally expected it to be a Catholic Bible study. They were a great, great group of women. I was with them for several months. I'm not even sure if it, maybe it was a whole year. I can't remember. So then I was asked to give this presentation and I turned it into a whole conversation about dating Jesus. <laughs> Nice. And, and forming a relationship that it's not just this one way parent child relationship type of thing, but it is 
a true partnership and mm -hmm. it's oh it is a relationship it's a two-way street so i think about that that was before i was quote unquote woke <laughs> and and here i was sharing little nuggets for my own growth mm -hmm. and i was i was the one sharing it <laughs> but it was but i think it's just cool how we're giving these little nudges these little breadcrumbs these little dots along the way and if we aren't paying attention we'll just miss it That's but when we key. do start paying attention like you said internalizing it then that's when change starts to happen and mm -hmm. those aha moments start to happen yeah that's the awareness right mm -hmm. i mean gosh i i had no clue what awareness was until i dived in deeper into this into the mm -hmm. coaching into you know the i am understanding the i am that's a whole different level of understanding <laughs> it is sure. you know yes. um but yeah it's this just being open to not seeing things for exactly for what it is at the moment, but what is, what's the gift in it? Mm -hmm. You know, now I look at, now I can look at obstacles, situations, not for what it is at the moment. And yes, you can have your bad, your good and bad days, but asking, being more consistent and asking, okay, what's the gift in this that I'm supposed to take in order to move on to the next thing? Mm -hmm. you know um it's those questions that we tend not to ask because we're so used to being that normal routine mm -hmm. so that that was a lot of awareness yeah. in my process how do you receive information now like on a consistent basis or do you receive information on a consistent basis well um i believe i do um intuition um what we call intuition but here's the difference of the intuition i used to listen to and the intuition is the volume right mm -hmm. um i used to listen to intuition but then i would judge it or disregard it uh no that's just you know but now that i have more more value I have way more value towards my intuition. I give it more value. Um, I listen to it more. It becomes louder, right? Sometimes it feels like spirit screaming at me. I'm like, turn down the volume there, kid. We're good, we're good. Well, I you know what, you. girl? That's that's a gift there, you know? I hope to, I hope to be there at one point, you know? Oh, and then spirit's like, oh, you want it softer? Oh, stop it there. Sarcastic there. <laughs> this is how I roll. This is the relationship. Come on. <laughs> Give it <Yeah>. to me straight. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, and it's also lessening the doubt, right? Because the more that you turn up the volume on intuition, then your doubt, the volume starts to go down a little bit. And I still battle it. And I think we always will, you know, I, I don't know. I, it's just a, it's like a muscle that we have to work. Um, yeah. I, I tell clients is like practice equals progress. Don't beat exactly. yourself up. Just practice equals progress. It's not maybe it's not not perfection perfection, but it you're just making progress on it every single day. Just tune in, listen, allow, ask, receive, trust, act. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it is. So um, 
do I hear it more profound at times? Yes. You know, um, and I just have to be very careful that I'm not letting like my human experience, you know, mm-hmm. over overpower my intuition. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, you know, there's something that I learned um, through my co- through my coaching, not my coaching, but being coached, right? Mm-hmm. Is that your soul, your spirit is old, is vertical but you live in the human experience horizontally. Mm-hmm. So when you ask for guidance, you're not asking the human experience, you're asking your spirit, your soul, mm-hmm. your I am. So that has, that helped me a lot to kind of make the difference. Does that connect to, um, to like a visual for you and a feeling? So it if, does. It, if it is more horizontal or if it's like, whoom, like up and down, like you feel more well, of a it does. I does because um, because our human experience is sometimes what what you know distorts the message mm-hmm. because we want to be comfortable because we think we know more because we like it this way better than the other way mm-hmm. what's the easier route right <laughs> it's so our human experience horizontally I look at it in a horizontal way mm-hmm. you know our our soul, I feel it walks with our human experience. Mm-hmm. So when I ask for something, when I feel something, it comes to my mind very easily to say, okay, human experience, or is this my, my spiritual side? Is this my divine self, you know? Yeah. Um, and it just brings me particularly a little more clarity and more sense and more ease of like, okay, let's not roll with the human experience right now. <laughs> let's do something, you know, different. So it kind of does for me. What has helped you to trust your divine guidance more and and roll with it? Hmm. Well, one, working with you. (laughs) Thanks for the plug. I did not pay her to do this. (laughs) No, you did not. But, um, well, it's funny. I, I mean, it's funny. I mean, to say the truth, how I came to talk to you, you know, it wasn't like it was, oh, yeah. You know, I had a lot of resistance coming to you and it kept like, (laughs) kept pinching me and pinching me and pinching me. I'm like, that's okay. (laughs) And and can I share the part of your spirit? So yeah, uh, I was launching a group program. And when I do that, I sit and I'm like, all right, spirit, who do you want me to call upon? Who do you want me to call in? What messages do you want me to give? List out the people who you want me to work with during this round of the group program. Now, everybody has their own, you know, uh, free, free will, whether they want to work with me or not. I'm not like being mm-hmm. like, you must work with me because God told you to. Um, <laughs> no, like you still have free choice. So I'm like, okay, so I'm listing out all these names and I'm like, okay, what's the message that you want me to share with them? And over here, like in the little corner of my notebook, because I always buy like the 37 cent notebooks from Target. And I'm like, over in the corner, it is Karen. And I was like, hmm, she doesn't feel like it's part of a group program. And then Spirit wrote next to it, VIP day. Well, I wrote next to it, but Spirit told me. And I was like, hmm, all right. And it was like, set that aside. So that was like, I believe the group program started February 8th. So it must have been like the like end of January timeframe. And didn't you say like you started giving nudges then? 
in January. <laughs> in January. I kid you not. I swear it was in January. And, you know, you would pop in through Fem City and stuff like this. And, and I would see you pop up on my life and that like, oh, let me watch it. No, I don't want to watch it. Let me watch it. No, I don't want to watch it. You know, that, like Bob Proctor. <laughs> yeah, the continuous thing, right? And, um, and, then, and then I was talking to a friend, as I mentioned to you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and then she mentioned you. And I'm like, oh, really? I was like, damn, I really want to. Like, there's a part of me that wants to, but the other part is resisting. And I don't know why I'm resisting, but I'm not ready yet, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when it was it? Then it was at the end of February, yeah. towards the end of February, yeah. that we were in the same platform networking Mm -hmm. and I just messaged you I was like I don't know why I'm resisting you I feel like I need to talk to you but I don't (laughs) want to talk to you I think that was my message to you completely right yes and I was like okay (laughs) so I I sent you a Facebook message and I was like hey whenever you want to talk you can talk because what I have found and I, I feel like any spiritual peeps who have a business have had to learn this lesson or are learning it. And I would advise not to learn it the hard way. Like I did, you really have to, when you are coaching someone on such a uh, deep, vast transformation of truly tuning into who they really are and connecting Mm -hmm. with their soul, you can't be like, here, buy my shit. I think you need to work with me. You know, Mm -hmm. like, no, you can't like, you'd be like, Hey, whenever you want, you know, it's like, you can't, like, I couldn't force my child to get ready early today for the life of me. You know, like, I don't, I don't think it's in her to get, to, to get ready early. And I'm sure my parents would have said the exact same thing. So you can't force anybody to do anything that they're not ready to do. Mm-hmm. And so what I found in my own business is like, all right, when you're ready. And then I just mm-hmm. ask spirit, Hey, prepare them. So I think during the end of January to end of February, spirit was just preparing you. Mm-hmm. to to step into and truly trust and act and truly listen to that divine guidance and then lead from that soul space as what and you I know would what? think. And you know what? I, I do believe that because I, I connect incredibly well with people, like in the sense of, so let me speak from the purpose of my clients. Mm-hmm. Like I almost... I feel like I understand them even sometimes deeper than they understand themselves, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's almost like, you know, you, you always have the right word or you're, oh, you're so in tune, you know, with them. And so, but I have felt even more in tune with yeah. my clients to a different level. Yes. And I found myself that when something would come up for me, I'd be like, okay, hold on. I'm just kind of getting this vibe or I'm kind of getting this that came to me. Let me just share this with you. Mm-hmm. So in that process, unconsciously. Yeah. So I what, was, what has that done for them then? For you actually saying what's coming to you? It's done breakthroughs for them. Mm-hmm. It really has. And, it's, and the message at that moment has been perfectly received. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, instead of you trying to figure out like, okay, let me find another way to tell you this. It's like almost if it just, it flowed so naturally, it flowed perfectly. 
And how does that make you feel? What happens internally for you? It's so fulfilling. It's so freaking fulfilling. (laughs) It is. It is so fulfilling. You know, there's, I think, you know, when we get on networking, like for example, when we go on FemCity and then I have my win is what my client did, you know, it may be hokey and, you know, whatever, maybe, but the feeling is so profound Mm -hmm. and it feels so good. And it's almost selfish because you want to do this because it feels so good for you (laughs) to see this happen. That's why I channel. I mean, it gives me so much energy. I feel like I could do it all day, every day. I mean, and that's how I know, like it's in alignment with, with, with me, but Oh, and it and it has been I have to say that it has been in this past <clears throat> I think this past season this past couple of months that I am more not to sound you know whatever words may come to people about it but I am I know that I am so good at what I do mm-hmm. you know I feel like there's three stages of growth, awareness, understanding, and knowing. And when you get to that knowing, you're like, heck to the, yeah, there is nothing that is going to stop this party train. Like, yeah, there is, there, like, I am going this, I know that this is what I'm doing. And yeah. you may have an awareness of it and oh, that's fun. And oh, okay. Um, I, I now understand this, but when it kind of becomes a knowing and it like moves from your head to your heart and it's like in your entire body, you're like, this is yeah. this is happening and it's yeah freaking which is the reason why I'm so I could be I could be so bold about saying that I am walking my purpose mm-hmm. right I could be that bold where I would not have been that bold mm-hmm. in in my in the past mm-hmm. but now there's just a different level of knowing and fulfillment that you can't go wrong with that yeah. you know and it just feels so aligned with you Mm-hmm. And so I have come. And so going back to the question you asked me, like you asked me in regards to like, how do I, how do trust. I connect? How do I trust? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's having more, it's almost like giving myself more faith, more trust to, to connect, to know that you know, source is always with me, that God is always with me, that spirit is always with me, you know? That's such a pivotal uh, awareness that I hope people get is that it has to start with you. Like it does. you have to have trust in yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to become a clear channel through which spirit is speaking because then mm-hmm. that's when it's not all the monkey monked up gunk of humanness and you can clearly feel the difference between and know the difference between the human plane and that vertical soul connection that that you're talking about yeah and it has to start with you it was interesting this weekend Sarah I went to go we went to go visit my daughter in college at in Orlando Mm -hmm. And I'm not one to really enjoy so many restaurants and stuff like that. Like I'm a home, like I like my home food, right? Um, and I didn't notice this at the moment, right? So I'm, I'm more aware that everything that's processing to me, I'm like, now I don't question. I'm kind of like, okay, this is it. What I don't necessarily acknowledge is that 
it's spirits speaking to me. Well, now I walk around my house. It's like, okay, well, spirits telling me this. And Richard, the other day I was talking to Richard. Oh my God. I was talking to Richard about something and I had on my ear pod on, um, but I had just mentioned to him about something about spirit and my, and my phone series starts to say something. Right. And I was like, be quiet. Not right now. And Richard goes, <laughs> Like, and I'm like, oh he thinks God. you're talking to spirit. <laughs> you're talking to Siri, spirit. I mean, you know. Oh my God. I practically died. I was like, no. He's like, okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, going back to this weekend, I ended up going to this restaurant um, that my daughter had spoken about so highly. And I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, and I'm kind of fasting. So I'm not eating proteins right now, like meat and chicken, not eating. So I've been on this veggie and stuff like that. So I'm trying to wonder, like, what am I going to eat? You know, mm-hmm. now I'm not really one to try new dishes all the time. And all of a sudden I felt very convinced to get the shrimp risotto. Okay. Oh, that sounds delicious. I, I too don't eat meat. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, shrimp, that sounds delicious. Well, <laughs> First of all, for me to get like seafood, it's not really my thing. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'll have shrimp and I'll have calamaris and stuff like that, but I don't know. I just, um, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. So, and this time, (laughs) I'm sorry. And this time I'm like, where do I look? And then all of a sudden I felt the urge for the shrimps that resorted. And I'm like, really, should I get that? And it's not, I'm kind of, you know, talking to myself. This and, um, and then all of a sudden I was like, yes, I'm going to shrimp risotto. Right. And so I'm talking to the waitress and I'm like this, and she's telling me all of this and she's a little, she's Brazilian. So it was hard for me to understand a little bit. And I'm like, just the shrimp risotto. I'm like, you know, that's, she's like, okay. And I was like, okay, girl, it was the most amazing dish I have had in I don't know how long, but it was divine. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because I'm look, I'm thinking back at it. Mm-hmm. And I was told to do that. I was, mm-hmm. you know, my intuition was very bold and profound and telling me. Mm-hmm. And we can choose to say, okay, really, is that gonna be spirit? But why not? If it's mm-hmm. telling you something, mm-hmm. it's just a lack of awareness that that is spirit consistently speaking with you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I was like, afterwards, I was like, hmm, you helped me out. Thank you very much. That was delicious. You know, <laughs> I was like, that was that, you know, it's just funny how you can look back and put the little dots together and say, okay. And it just tells you again, you're never alone. Yes. As soon as you feel that you are alone, Spirit gave me this message for, I, it's, it's in the lesson that I teach clients about ego and positively coaching ego and, and that sort of thing. And Spirit gave me, the, gave me the message. It was like, whenever you, the moment that you feel that you are alone on this journey, on this path, in this lifetime, that is ego trying to keep you safe mm-hmm. because it, then it's like, Ooh, if I can trust my higher self, then ego won't exist. And so ego's like, ah, 
I need a job here in this life. We're going to keep you safe. We're going to put some more. We're going to put some thoughts in there, making sure that uh, you worry about something because I, I need a job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it's like, no, like we aren't ever alone. We aren't alone. We, we don't have to have those thoughts. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, we always can plug into our divine guidance and get a, whatever answer we want, whether it be what we eat, what we wear, uh, who mm -hmm. to call in for clients, what, what business to start, what man to marry, what woman to, to, to attract in your life, whatever, and to have children, to not have children, all the, the car, yeah. anything that you want to experience in this life. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that's my growth that I've been having or my awareness that I've been having yeah. lately more of is like, okay, you know, <clears throat> because I may not be consciously aware to say, okay, you know, because you want to, you want to have a, a more interactive relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and I may not, you know, for me, it's more of like when I'm so intentional to set my times or to do this and this and that. And so now realizing that it's at any moment, right? Yeah. It's just, and then all of a sudden I can become aware and I'm like, oh, okay, this, this is spirit talking to me. Like that, and that's very cool to experience, you know? What final advice would you give those who are listening who want to have more floating on a cloud moments? Oh my goodness. What kind of advice? Allowance just, you know, it's easy to say, have more faith. And faith doesn't just come, it doesn't just show up. Faith is something we build and we walk into, we step into. But we don't, we can't step unless we give ourselves a little bit of allowance to see a little bit more each and every day. Mm -hmm. So uh, asking for allowance every day to be more open to receiving every day because that alone helps you not be so like, oh, this is where I want to be. This is what I want, da, 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 da. But just give yourself allowance to see a little bit more, to hear your intuition a little bit more, to trust yourself a little bit more, you know, um, just the baby steps. Mm -hmm. So more allowance for your higher being every day ask that for that be intentional to ask for that mm -hmm. and then you're going to start to see more and experience more and become aware of more mm -hmm. i love it how do we connect with you um email um, on facebook so my email leap and believe at gmail.com and i'm on facebook i have a private facebook group um next level community and um yeah. And if they ever want a book, I, you know, I have the calendar lead, but awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing and conversing with me. And this was so much fun. I love this. I love this. <laughs> I love it too. So much fun. Thank you All for right. having me, Sarah. You're welcome. Bye, love. Bye, honey. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Mm -hmm.